Well, hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are tuning in and listening from today. It's your girl, Kaz, and you have tuned in to another episode of Turning Pain into Purpose. I am so excited to be talking to you guys today. Um, it's a beautiful day outside, um, and I am just super excited about going away this weekend. So let's start with my rose and my thorn since the last time we talked. And so my rose is, is that one, I'm feeling a whole lot better from having COVID and I was able to go to the gym um, twice this week. I still like have a cough here and there, but other than that, I'm fine. And so I expect that next week I'll be able to go to the gym more and do more things. And I'm just excited about just being able to recover from COVID and feeling better and and being healthy. Um, the other part is, is that I am going away this weekend. I'm going to visit uh, North Carolina. So I'm super excited about that. Um, it's nice just to get away and just to see something different, different scenery, different people. I'm really excited to go try different places to eat. Um, don't judge me, uh, but I, I love a good restaurant. And so um, I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited for church on Sunday. So I'm excited for that. Now, my thorn, I must say, like, my thorn this week has been like the whole my youngest daughter has returned to school this week and just the the process with it. One, I really didn't realize how like COVID has impacted so many different businesses. And so with my daughter returning to school, I was like, hey, like she can get on the school bus. I'm not driving her. Then we found out about the school bus driver shortage and how because there is a shortage in school bus drivers that she has to be to school at 8 a.m. Well, guess what time her school bus comes? I just want you guys to guess what time her school bus comes. This school bus comes at 6.07 a.m. That's right, guys. You you heard me. 6.07 a.m. And my daughter doesn't have to be to school until 8 o'clock in the morning. Make it make sense. So the school is about 15 minutes away, give or take, from my home. And so my daughter would be sitting there for well over an hour until school starts. And the reason for that is because this poor bus driver has to do two routes. So he does one route, picks up a set of kids, drops them off, and then goes back out and does another route. And then picks up those kids and then drop them off. And then the same thing happens again in the afternoon to the point where my daughter wouldn't get home well to almost 5 o'clock in the evening when school lets out like 2.30. So it's just been a whole process and now I'm trying to figure out like, okay, um, you know, taking her to school, making sure she gets picked up from school. And it's just a lot and it's just been a pain in my behind I would use another word but we're not going to do that but it's been a pain in my behind so y'all pray for your girl um 
But you know what? Today I have an interesting topic. Um, and this one, I'm going to like try like to keep my emotions intact, but I'm going to own my truth. So on Sunday, well, one, let me give you a backstory. So I follow Transformation Church that is based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. The pastor there is Pastor Michael Todd. And on Sunday, they had a sermon called Help I'm Healing From. And it was called Help I'm Healing From 7 and 7. So there are seven different speakers and they each have an opportunity to talk about where they're healing from for seven minutes. And as each of these people started talking about where they're at in their process and, you know, different things from like healing from growth and healing from fear, I started to think about where am, what am I healing from? You know what I'm saying? Like what, what am I healing? What, where do I need to heal? Like where am I still healing from? I guess it's a better choice of words. Where am I still um having issues and I'm still processing and I'm still trying to figure this thing out. And honestly, the first thing I thought about was grief. Help. I'm healing from grief. You know, so almost 13 years ago in November, um, it'll be 13 years, I lost my mother uh, to AIDS and it was rough for my siblings and I and you know you know how people say like time heals all wounds like I feel like that's true but it's not true because honestly I can like it feels like it happened yesterday like even though it's almost 13 years ago it feels like it happened yesterday I'm learning throughout the last 13 years that I've barely given myself an opportunity to really, I want to say, heal or really process her death. It's just one of those things. And I don't know if it's because of society. I don't know if it was because of the surroundings that we had at the time. But it was just one of those things where I felt like I just had to keep moving and keep pushing. And that I didn't... I couldn't process it because so many people were depending on me. At that time, my daughter was three. Uh, My uh, youngest sister was five. I'm the oldest out of everyone. So just imagine what, what that's like. And it was rough for us. It was really rough for us. And it was rough for me because, one, I had resentment towards her and... I was very angry with her. I was really mad with her because all of my childhood, I've been put in these crazy situations and now I'm in this situation again and I have to kind of figure out what it's going to look like for me and my siblings and my child. And I was just really upset and really bothered with her. Like, you know, how could you do this to me? How could you not take care of yourself? How could you not take your medicine? Like I was really mad and, and then I felt really overwhelmed because here I am, I'm 21 and I have a three-year-old daughter. I haven't really been able to live my life and now I have my level or my load of responsibility has doubled. And I'm learning like now 
that I'm in a better place in my life, that this is something, this is an area that I need help healing from. Like I need help healing from the passing of, of my mother and just accepting that her choices are her choices, her mistakes are her mistakes, and that nobody is perfect and that the cards that God dealt me and my story, my book, the book of Cassandra is exactly, uh, it's written exactly how it's supposed to go and nothing happens by mistake and that this situation, while it hurt me to my core, it made me stronger. It helped build character. Um, it helped build my faith life. It helped build my walk with Christ and, and just really dissecting those things, which is why I feel like therapy is so important and it's so impactful because you can really unpack these things. And I'm just in this space where I'm like, one, I need to forgive my mother. Two, I need to forgive myself for some of the things that happened in, in my teenage years that caused a, um, a separation between me and my mother and even me and my siblings. And I'm, I'm learning that through that process of forgiveness, check out the first episode of, of this podcast, but I'm learning through that journey of forgiveness that I can experience a level of freedom that I haven't experienced before and that it's going to help me with loving others. It's going to help me with loving myself. It's just going to help me all the way around. So honestly, like I'm still healing from the passing of my mom and I miss her like crazy. I don't know if you guys have, you know, experience losing someone very close to you and it may not be a parent maybe it's a sibling maybe it's a child maybe it's a friend uh, a co-worker but you know you don't realize what you have until it's gone and it's like I, I didn't realize how valuable it sucks to say this but I didn't realize how valuable the parent-child relationship is and until like I don't have that parent anymore. And so sometimes it's really hurtful to when I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook and I see people celebrating their mom's 50th birthday and her 65th birthday. And, you know, I'm taking her out for Mother's Day and and I'm celebrating her wedding anniversary and all these different things. And it's just like I, I don't have that opportunity. My mother was in her 40s when she passed away. And so, like, I don't have that opportunity to celebrate 50 years and 60 years and, and 65 years. And those are the moments where it really hurts the most because it's like I want to throw my mother that, that party. I want to show her that she is appreciated. I want to show her, like, you know, that she is loved, she is cared for. You know, even when I brought my house last year in October, it was just a huge accomplishment. And the first, one of the first things I thought about was like my mother being present to see me accomplish something like this. And how cool would it have been to be like, 
oh, like, mom, you can come here whenever you want or, you know, let's have dinner every Sunday and being able to host Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And she's not here. In those moments, they it really hurts. And so it lets me know that I'm still in the grieving process, that I'm still dealing with her not being present physically. Um, and it's rough. But the beauty about going through the grieving process is that you don't have to go through it alone. I didn't know that back when I was 21. I thought nobody cared. No, Nobody cares about me and my siblings or my child. Nobody cares about what we're going through. They're all going to go back to work, which some people did. They all, go, they all are going to say, we're here for you. We're going to check on you. Let me know if you need anything. And then you don't hear nothing from anybody ever again because they're all out living their lives while you're stuck dealing with this grief and this heartache and this heartbreak. And... What I've learned throughout the years is that there are these special people, there are special people in your life that God or the universe, whatever you believe in, places in your life for a reason and sometimes it's just a season. And I am so thankful that I learned throughout these past 13 years that there is power in community and there are people that are genuinely going to be there for you and you don't have to go through the grieving process alone. Like, you don't have to go through it alone. While that person may not have experienced the same grief that you've experienced, they're there for you. They're understanding. They'll give you a, a shoulder to cry on. They'll give you a hug when you need it. They'll take you out on the lunch. They'll, they'll do those things to make sure that you're okay. So for this episode, I just want to say for people who are going through the grieving process, that one, you're not alone. I might know I might not know the exact pain that you're going through, but it's okay. Can I tell you it's okay to cry? It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to have a bad day, maybe two days, three days. It's okay. It's okay. We all go through it. But can I encourage you? I want to encourage you and tell you, one, if you feel like you don't can't talk to anybody, seek a therapist. Seek a therapist. Seek a support group. Something to help you to go through this process, to make this process a little more easier. I'm sorry that you lost your loved one. But trust me, they're so proud of you. Trust me, they love you so much. I'm pretty sure that they wish that circumstances were different and they can be there with you right now. But it happens. And it hurts. And if we're being honest, it sucks. But you're going to be okay. When people used to tell me I'm going to be okay, I'd be like, yeah, right. You don't know what you're talking about. But 13 years later, I, I finally realized I am okay. And as I go through this healing process, I will be okay. Can I tell you that's the same thing for you? So for those of you who are going through the grieving process, whether you lost someone recently or you lost someone years ago, 
I want to say a special prayer for you. I want to say a special prayer for you today. So here we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want to thank you, one, for another opportunity to talk with so many different people all over the world. God, thank you for the life and the health and the strength that you continuously give to us each and every day. God, there are so many of my brothers and my sisters all over the world who are going through the grieving process. They really don't know what to do. They really don't know how to go about healing. They just are in a space of, they just don't know. Some of us, God, are angry with you because you took our loved one away. So, God, we are asking for your help. We're asking for your help to understand something that we may never be able to understand on our own. We're asking you to help us with the process of the grief. And we're asking for you to heal us, God. Like, do a deep work. Like, heal us, Lord God. Help us to forgive others and also help us to forgive you. Help us to understand that all things are working for our good. God, thank you for listening to me today. Thank you for listening to my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Turning Pain Into Purpose. Again, it's your girl, Cass. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. You can always submit a topic that you want me to talk about or even come on the show and talk about your pain and how it's connected to your purpose so that we can all learn from each other. You can send an email to Turning Pain Into Purpose podcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. Till next time, guys. Bye.